Before we begin the parak, just to, 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 it's Kedai, I think, to look at the Pesukim that we're, that we're going to be talking about, just to get a better understanding of like what's happening. But last parak we spoke about Cain and Hevel, and Cain killed Hevel, and then Hashem made a gzera that Cain is going to be a wanderer, or, or going around, not living in a specific place, and kind of uh, quasi-tshuva, and some of his gzera was taken away, but most of it stayed, that Cain is going to be like that. And we also spoke about how Cain was a descendant of, of the Nachash, not necessarily straight from Adam and Chava, but also had to do with like the, the Samuel and the, the Nachash. Okay. So we're looking at uh, Parshas Bereshis, Perg Dalid, from Psukim Yud, Perg Dalid, Pasigid, let's say I start from Pasigid Zion. Right, after the story where Cain goes out and, and becomes a wanderer, so it says that Cain um, knew his wife and she gave birth to son him Chanoich, and Chanoich was Bainair. Where he says, is it's talking about Cain built a city, Cain became a builder, and he built a city and he called it, he called the name of the city Chanoich after the name of his son Chanoich. Right? Pashtus, it would maybe it means that Cain himself didn't live there. He just built it and then he went on because he's not allowed to live anywhere in anywhere specific. He's supposed to be a wanderer. And then Chanoich had a son called Irad. Irad had a son called Mechuyael, and Mechuyael had a son Mesushael, and Mesushael had a son Lamech or Lamech. And Lamech had two wives, Ada and Sila. And, and we, we know the whole story that one wife was supposed to get, have children and one wife wasn't supposed to have children. But Lamech ended up that both wives had children. So his first wife, Ada, had a son, Yaval, who, Avi Yeshev he was the first person to dwell in tents with flock. And Rash explains it. He was the first person to have a, a flock of sheep, and he would lead, he would go with his flock wherever they needed pasture, he would go with them, and he would live there. He would be like a nomad. He was the first person that did that. He would build a tent there, and then when they, when they finished all the food there, they would go to a different place, etc. So this guy, Yaval, he was the first guy that did that. Question. Hevel. Oh, we're, so we're going to speak about that in, in a few moments. You, then he had another, Ada, the wife of Lamech, had another son named Yuval, and he was the first person to have a kinar and ugav. There's a different musical instrument. The kinar is a harp, but ugav is, uh, I don't remember what ugav is. You know what ugav is? Flute? No, I don't, I, I don't remember what ugav is. So, so he was the first person with the kinar and the ugav. And then his other, Lamech's other wife, Tzila, she also gave birth. She was the one that wasn't supposed to give birth, but she ended up giving birth. She had a son, Tuval Kayan. He was Leitish, Kolcherish, Necheshes, of Varzal. He was the first, like, uh, silver, uh, not silver, uh, metalsmith, copper and bronze. He was the first guy. But Achleis Tuval Kayan, Nama. And the sister of Tuval Kayan was Nama, so they also had a daughter named Nama. Shaila, then everyone asks, is, why is this lady Nama mentioned over here? It's like, Wachaychus, who is she? Fine. And then there's a whole story with Lamech and his wife that they were having some shalom bias problems, etc. And then two psukim later it says, and Adam went back to his wife and he gave birth and and vayetelet bain. She gave birth to him vatikrash sheis, and she called his name sheis. And and kishotli alikim zera acher tachas hevel kiharogai kain. Hashem provided me with other children after instead of Hevel because Cain killed Hevel and then it says that Shays had a son named Enosh and in the time of Enosh that's when they started doing a Vodazar period that's the end of the parak. Parak hey 
is, is, is sort of like a, a, a new beginning again. Zesefer told us Adam. This is the book of the generations of Adam. So, on the day that Hashem created man, Hashem created Adam Rishon in the Dmus of Hashem. In the Dmus of Hashem. So, Zachar in the cave of Abraham, Hashem created a male and female. Hashem blessed them. He calls them collectively mankind. On the day that they were on the day they were. And the animal says, and Adam was 130 years old when he gave birth. He gave birth to his form and to his shadow. He called his name Shays. So it's interesting that a few psukim ago when it talked about the birth of Shays, it says she gave birth and she called him. And here by Adam, by, by Shays, when in the Sefer told us Adam, it's saying that he gave birth to Shays, right? and he called his, the name Shays. And then rather than Shays, uh, and, and then Adam lived for 800 years after he gave birth to Shays, etc., etc. Then it goes, Shays had a son, Enosh, Enosh had a son, Canaan, etc., 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 all, all the way going down, 10 generations, till the end of the parak, it goes all the way down to, to Nayach and, and, and Nayach's three sons. That's basically Perak Hay in a nutshell. Fine. Now let's see what the Medrash says. Perak the Blizzard, Perak Chav Bez in the beginning. Ksiv, it says in the Pasuk, Vayichi Adam Shleishim Umaaz Shana Vayyeled Bidmusay Ketamay. It was, this is the Pasuk, it was when Adam was 130 years old and he gave birth to, in his in his Dmus and in his Tzalim, in his form and in his shadow. And that's talking about the birth of Shays. From here you learn that Cain was not from the seed of other mission and not from the form of other mission and not from the shadow of other mission. Because only here it says by the birth of Sheikh, it says, it doesn't say that by Cain, because Cain wasn't. As we said in the previous parak, that Cain was really from also from the either also from the Nachash or Dafka from the Nachash uh, Nachash and Chava. It wasn't necessarily we just from other mission. Yeah, we said that last week that it was the, the, it was last week or two weeks ago there was the, from the Rikanti in, in Parshas Bereshis that it could be it was a mixture that because it doesn't he says like it doesn't make sense that like just the zera of a Nachash and a woman could create a person. So like he said, like it's also some sort of mixture exactly. I'm not sure exactly how, how it works out, but Uncle Panim, that's the vote. And the Radal says, besides the fact that it says Bidmusa Kitsamai, also here it says Dafka by by the by the birth of Shays, it says Vayoyled that other mission gave birth. Mashenke by Kain and by by Kain it says Vatahar Vatayled she gave birth, and also it says over here by Shays Vayikra Shemay Shays that he called the name Shays. But by Cain, it just says, right? So these are the, 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 this is why, why we see that Shays is different than Cain. And the deeds of Shays are not similar to the deeds of, uh, and, and, and the deeds of Cain. The deeds of Cain are not similar to the deeds of Hevel. We the say that Hevel was a Tzadik Gomer, but Cain was not. Until Shays was born, and he was from the from the seed of other mission and from the form of other mission. And the actions of Shays were similar to the actions of Hevel Achiv, who was a tzad of Gomer. But one question over here. That I, mean, I think I think it's like a shtigal obvious question over here. We said that. Cain wasn't Bidmusa Vitsamay of Adamishan until uh, until but Shays was. 
The Shaila is, what about Hevel? We didn't mention anything about Hevel over here. They said, Kain not, and Hevel yeah. So like, you could, you, 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 you could bring Raya's both ways. It's like the, the Radal says that, because it says by Kain, it says that she gave birth, and by, he, by Shays, it says he gave birth. So if you look at Hevel, it says that she gave birth by Hevel. Right. So that sounds like Hevel was also not Bidmusev Itzalmai of Adam Rishon. If you look at the Kriyas Hashem, so the Radal says that by Adam, by Kayin, it says Vatoymer Kanis Isha Hashem, that she gave the name of Kayin. And by Shays, it says the, it really says in the Psukim twice, once he gave it and once she gave it. But there's a point that it says that he gave the name of Shays. So, so Shays was not, was, was Kashur to Adam Rishon, Bidmusev Itzalmai. What about Hevel? Well, if you look in the Torah, it never says it never says that Hashem. It never says anything about giving a name Hevel. It just says he was born and he, he was born as Hevel. But the of Lotus says It doesn't say anything about oh, uh, someone was born and they called him Hevel. It never says that. There's different reasons why it doesn't say that because because Hevel was going to be killed. So usually the the, the Rajba, interestingly, in Chelik Dalad Simon Lamed says that he's actually speaking about different things in Parshas Bereshis. But he says that when it, when it talks about Kriyas Shem, giving a name to something, that, that refers to the, the, the fact that that thing is going to last. So I mean, we, when, when the Torah says that they give something a name, it means that it's going to last. The Hevel, so you could say that Hevel, since he died with, you know, very, very quickly, so he died very quickly, so the, the Torah didn't bother speaking out why his name was named Hevel, because it wasn't a get to talk about giving him a name because he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't permanent. He was. It was only temporary. So all right. So so the Pirush Aranal Torah says no, basically something like that. that like steam. he's like nothing because like he died basically. You know, not 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 long after he was born. But okay. So that's on on the on the one hand. If you want if you want to discuss with with what Adal says, the the uh, Rebbeliomi Israel on the page over here says they're not. It sounds like it, you know. It sounds like Hevel Taka wasn't Bidmusev Itzalmai of Adam Rishon, because we're saying Cain wasn't until ha- until Shays. So who's from Cain till Shays is also including Hevel. So Hevel was also not Bidmusev Itzalmai. So he says, why not? You know, Hevel was a tzaddik. So what's and, and and we know that Hevel was a tzaddik. So what's the problem? Why wasn't Hevel Bidmusev Itzalmai of Adam Rishon? So he says that because Hevel was born together with Cain, so Hashem wouldn't make it, even though. Even though Hevel wasn't born from the Zerah of the Nochash, only Cain was, but since they were born together, they were in the same, let's say, in the same gestation, they were in the same pregnancy, so Hashem didn't want to make it that, 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 that Hevel would have the Demus of Itzalmai of Adam Rishon. Just because he, he, there was somebody who, was, who wasn't, who for sure wasn't with him, so Hashem didn't want it, even though he didn't have the same Pagam as Cain. That's what Abeliyomi Israel says. Of course, I point out that that's only true if you learn that they were twins. If you learn that Cain was born and then Hevel was born, so then what's the problem? But the MS is like this. The, the MS is that the Marshal really asks this question. The Marshal in Erevin, Yed Chesamid Beis, he brings this pick of the Beliezer. He says, What about Hevel? Was Hevel bit Musiv at Salmai of other mission or not? And he says, no, The Major said, Cain not, and Shays, yeah, what about Hevel? So the Marshal says, Yeah. The Medrash didn't have to speak about Hevel because we know that Shays is a Gilgul of Hevel. We spoke last week that Shays was a Gilgul of Hevel. We mentioned that Moshe is Reshetevis. Moshe is Reshetevis. Moshe, Shays, Hevel. So Moshe Ben was a Gilgul of Shays and Hevel, and Shays and Hevel are Gilgulim of each other. It's the same Sherish Neshama. 
you know, you missed a good one. <laughs> but the point is that that um, that Shays is a Gilgal of Hevel. So Mimela, we didn't have to speak out that Hevel was born with Musa with somebody of other mission. Because if we're saying that Shays was, so Mimela, Hevel was, because it's the same thing. And we know that the Russian of the Pasuk is Kishosli Elikim Zera Acher Tachas Hevel, instead of Hevel. That Shays is instead of Hevel. It's like Hevel died, and then Shays came like in place of Hevel. He's taking his, taking his role in the world. So that makes sense that he's a Gilgal. And is that why Purdue Rebeliazer says. Oh, yeah, it could be. So his brother has a. I thought he was talking about Adam. He's the same as Adam. He's, right. he's in the Muslim Adam. He doesn't say that. He's in the Muslim Adam. Well, no, the, here we're talking about his actions. Like, what, did he do good things or bad things? No, no, no. That that that's for sure talking about other mission because it says Vayoyled. It's talking about other mission. Vayoyled bedmusa vitzamay. Then why does it say hevel? No, because it's saying it, it, it's it's saying that once we know that that hevel that Shays was born bedmusa vitzamay of other mission, so we know that he was a tzaddik. So then you would say that his ma'isim or daimim to the ma'isim of Hevel, his brother, who was also a tzaddik. Which implies that Hevel. Uh, With that, which implies that Hevel was also the Muslim Okay, I hear. <coughs> the Amos says there's another marsha about this. This is a interesting marsha. The Gemara says, call Adam karka in the nikra Adam. Any person who doesn't have land, that doesn't have a specific spot that like that's where he lives, that's where he's kavua, he's not called a man. That's what the Gemara says. So somehow, I don't know why or where he saw this, but somehow the Marsha understood that that's what our Medrash is talking about over here. That what does it mean, Bitmusa, Bitsamay of Adam Rishon? It means that are you called a man that you have a land or you don't have a land? Say, Kain, he's saying, Kain, who has the Xer of Nov and Nod, and he's supposed to be a nomad and, and travel around for the rest of his life. So he's Enlai Karka, so he's not called Adam. He's not Bitmusa, Bitsamay. That's how he understands what the Medrash is saying. But Shays was. That's what he said. Because Shays was able to have a Makam Kavu in the world. So the question is like this. What about Hevel? Right? If, if, if this is what Ahmed is talking about, having Kavu of the land, so the question is, okay, so, so did Hevel have a Kavu of the land or not? Is he Kedmusa Vitzlamo or not? So that goes back to what I was reading before. We know that Hevel was a shepherd. Right? So being a shepherd, you would, you, would, you would understand that that means that he didn't have a Kavodik land, right? But we just said that it says in the Pasuk that by the descendants of Cain, one of them was named Yaval, who avi yeshev mikna. He was the first one sitting in tents and, and flock. And Rashi says, uh, He was the first one to... To have his his animals graze in the, in the wilderness. And and he was the first one to to uh, to be mechadesh the Indian of uh, tents. And he was mechadesh it because of the for the for the pasture of his flock. Whenever the graze, they finished grazing over here, so then they would, he would pick up his tent and move and go elsewhere. Right? So that sounds like this, he was the first one that did that. This guy, Yovel, 
Yovel was the first guy that did that. It's not like Hevel who was before him. I just noticed that Hevel and Yovel are very similar words. But Hevel who was before him sounds like he didn't do that. He was he was Taka Kavu in a place. So maybe he'll say that by the Marshal's rubric, Hevel Taka was Bid Musa with Salma Evolved Mission. Not sure. You're saying, you're saying Yuval was... Not Yuval, Yuval. Yuval. Yuval was the other guy. He was the Avi Kol because they just thought a shepherd is, does have a kavua makom. They just also go around the street. They do have a kavua makom. So you say at the end of the day they'll go Abraham, back to Abraham a certain house. Abraham from Haran. Abraham lived in Hebron. He was, he was a shepherd. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Could be. They do also go around when they have. I'm saying it could be it's both. Places. They have a. Makom. So it's not clear. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's, at the end of the day, it's not really so clear. I, mean, it, I would assume that, that Hevel was the same thing as 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 Shays that was Kedusa with Sama, like Marshall says, but it's not so clear. Fine. Rabbi Shmuelaimer, this is a shtickle repeat. Rabbi Shmuelaimer, he says, Mishays follow Bisiaksu Kolabriyas Vacholderis Atadikim. From Shays came out, or a miyuchas, or ascribed to Shays all the Briyas, all the people who are of creation, Vacholderis Atadikim. We'll focus on these two things in a moment. All the the creation people who are of creation and all the generations of Sadikim. Umikayin Olobin Syaksu Kolderis Harushoyim Hapoishim Amoidim Shumordubomokim. And from Kayin were ascribed all the generations of the Rishoyim who rebel and they the Dafkadua Veras and they rebel against Hashem. The Omru when they say, for example, Inanutsuchim Tibos Kishomelcha we don't need the drop of your rain, and we don't need to know your paths of of Hashem. Shneimer says the pasuk vayemru lokel surmimenu. They say to Hashem, to the powerful one, to Hashem, surmimenu. Remove yourself from us. And the Radal has an interesting chap over here. So how do we know that this pasuk in Eov? How do we know that's talking about the descendants of Cain? It's not before in the Eov that that's what it's talking about. So if you look two psukim later, it's talking about these people that said sur, sur, that said Hashem sur menu. So it, it says about them Yisu betuf ugav. These people they sit around with their music and they're enjoying their music. Yisu betuf They have their toif and their chinar, right? The drums and the and, and the harp ugav and they're being happy with the ugav. Right? And we said that the person that made a, a kino and a ugav was Yuval, the son of, of, of Lamech, the son of Cain, who was a descendant of Cain. So you see that this has something to do with the descendants of Cain. That, that's a shtickle remez that the Radal says that this pastor was talking to about the descendants of Cain. Well, you have a look on your face. The descendants of kind, we're talking about biological descendants or spiritual descendants. Here we're talking about biological descendants. Yeah, because a lot of times when he says Zarek, kind, you don't know who we're talking about. Yeah. Later on, he's going to speak about the uh, Nephilim, right? The Shalom, right? Right. Like, like this. It's coming, it's, it's right? There's obviously nothing because they didn't survive the flood, right? Well, okay, well, so we're going we're gonna to get to that. But yeah. Kayin, the, 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 the Radal at this point, actually, in Ois Hay, he brings a Zayar and Parshas Acharema, is that the Zayar says that the, 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 one kavana of what we're saying over here is that all the oh, 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 what's that like? When 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 we're saying over here is that when it's, when the Torah in Parak Hay in, in Sefer Bracious is going through Zeh Sefer told us Adam and it goes through all the generations from Adam Shays uh, Enoish Canaan etc 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 all the way down to Noach ten generations. So all ten generations that, that are mentioned in the, in the Torah those are all tzaddikim. The direct 
uh, patrilineal descent from Adam Rish until Nayach through Shays, uh, we're all tzaddikim. That, that's what it, that, that's what it means here. Oh, so the Radal says that, and, and, and according to this, it sounds like Enosh Taka was a tzaddik. So we spoke about before in Parak Yud Ches at the end of the Parak. If Enosh was, was a Russia himself, or it was in the times of Enosh that they started the Zar, or Enosh himself was also from the people that started the Vedas, because the Gemara in Shabbos brings up. Right, because the, the Gemara brings the pasuk of Ashrei Enosh Yasazayis of Enadam Yachzikba. They even it says even if you're Oved of Vayizar Kedari Shel Enosh, but if you keep Shabbos, then you then you'll you'll be, you'll be okay. You, 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 your 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 are going to be forgiven, right? So 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 one gears of the Gemara is even if you if you're even if you're doing a Vayizar like the door of Enosh, and one gear says even if you're doing a Vayizar like Enosh, so that, that, that's the shail of Enosh was uh, w- w- himself was from Oved of when we talk about all the people that are mentioned in the Torah as descendants of Cain, so, so the assumption is that those are all Rishon. Right? We did mention descendants of Cain, not in the Sefer told us, the Sefer told us Adam, but in the end of Perek Talad, it says that Cain had Chanoich, and Chanoich had Ira, and Ira, Michoel, 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 Lemech, and all these the descendants of Lemech that were mentioned, etc. Right? All these people that are mentioned from, from Cain are Rishon. And the Etz and the the, the, the is that the Torah didn't really want to talk about the descendants of Cain Bechal. We didn't even want to talk about them. Or we, we're just focusing on the descendants of Shays. That the Zesaver told us to Adam that these are the generations of Adam. It's just descendants of Shays. Why did we Bechal talk about the descendants of Cain? So Radal says because each thing we have to mention because because some certain people did certain things. We we have to mention it all the way down to Lamech because Lamech's sons were important people. We said that. Yaval was Avi Yeshev El Mikne. Yuval was Tevis he was the one who was Machadish Kinner of Ugov. Tuval Kain was the first guy who, who, who melted smelted metals. And Achis Tuval Kain Nama, we still haven't, we haven't explained it yet, but for some reason she's also significant why she's mentioned over here. That's one, that's one Nukuda. The other Nukuda, the Radal brings from the Zayar and Pajas Achremais, that it's not just the, the descendants of Cain that are mentioned that we're saying are Rishon. But the Zayah says that all the Darius, all generations, whenever you have a Rasha, every Rasha has a bit of the Nishama of, of Cain in him. So every Rasha is somewhat Meyuchas to Cain. That's what the Zayah says. So, so it could be that that's also what the Medrash is referring to over here. These people that rebel against Hashem are in future generations are, this, are, are sort of spiritual descendants of Cain. But, but Pashapshah, we're talking about the, the literal descendants of Cain. That's one Nukuda. That, that's when the Radal is focusing on when we said that from the Shays all over the Sachsu, the Duris of Sadiqim. What does it mean all over the Sachsu Kolobriyas? So that's something that Rabbi Felder was already trying to, to point out. That basically, by the Mabul, all the descendants of Cain were killed. Cain, the, the, it's Mokhlik is when exactly Cain himself died, but. For sure, by the Mabel, Cain either died by the Mabel or by the, before the Mabel, he was already dead. Right? So, by, by the, by the Mabel, all the descendants of Cain were wiped out. So, anyone who's left, all people are descendants of Shays. All of Nisachsu Kolobrius, all people are descendants of Shays. Now, then the Radal has a little footnote over here. The Radal says like this 
And this, we're going to speak about this lady Nama, right? We said the daughter of tu, the sister of Tuvalkain, the daughter of Lamech, was, her name was Nama. And the Shara is, why is she mentioned over here? What's the significance of this lady Nama? So there's different, there's different Mepharshim, I'll explain it. Targum Yonason says that the reason why she's mentioned is because she was also a of a person. She was the first person to start singing uh, elegies. Let's read the Lashon of uh, Targum Yonason is... He has Moras Kinin Vizimrin. She was the first person to, to, to sing Kinin, like, like Kinois, uh, elegies, and Zimrin, like songs. So, so that's why she's Hashem. She's mentioned over here in the, in the, in the Chumash. And the Pirish Aran Al-Tariah says, it's true, but you know why the Torah didn't speak it out? It's because like, it's not serious to speak about a woman singing or whatever. They're called Isha Erva, so we didn't want to speak it up at Farish, but we have to mention her because she's still a Hashem. She's still an important, prominent individual in the history of the world. That's what the Pir Sharan says. That, that's Targum Yerinusun. Actually, Pir Sharan calls it Targum Yerushalmi, which is probably a more accurate description of what, the, what, what that Targum is. The Zayar famously talks about that Nama was the mother of, of Ashmodai, who the king of the Shadim, and then the different descendants of, of, of Shadim and Mazikim come from Nama, and she was like evil and whatever. We'll make, we might speak about that in a few moments. That's one thing. But Chazal and Bereshit's Rabbah say something else. And really, it's it's Mogolikis over there. The the, the Medrash Bereshit Rabbah Parsha Chav Gimel says that this Nam Hachais Tovalkai and Nama. Why is she mentioned? What's so significant about her? She was the wife of Noach. That's what it says in the Medrash. She was the wife of Noach. Mm. Then the other Medrash says. Then the, then the, the Medrash brings another opinion. And says no, no, she wasn't the wife of Noach. Really, Noach was married to somebody else who was named Nama. Right? Oh, Just a name. name, different person. Well, no, right. So it's like it's, like there's so the, 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 way, the way the Mufarshim said it. Sefer Dars also says like this. That actually, it's a uh, Haggah in Sefer Yasher says that everyone agrees that there's some sort. Of, I guess there's some sort of Kabbalah and Chazal that the wife of Noach was named Nama. That was her her name. The Shaila is: Was this the same Nama or not the same Nama? Was this the Nama who was a descendant of Cain or a different Nama who let's say wasn't a descendant of Cain? Right. Sefer Yasher says. The Radal brings the Sefer Yosha says that Noach's wife was named Nama Bas Mesushalach. I'm pretty sure that it says Nama Bas Chanoich. Because it doesn't. Whatever. I, I'm pretty sure it says Nama Bas Chanoich. What? Nama Bas Lamech? That would make. No, different. No, being, being the one that Noach was. If, if Noach didn't marry the Nama who was a descendant of Cain, she married someone who was a descendant of a daughter of Mesushalach or, or Chanoich or something like that. She didn't marry. I, I'm pretty sure it says Chanoich, not Mr. Shelf, so I think it's a mistake in, in the in the Radal. But yeah, so the, so it's a shadow if if Neich married Nama, the daughter of Lamech, or didn't marry Nama, the daughter of Lamech. So the Radal wants to say that if you learn that Neich married the daughter Nama, the daughter of Lamech, so it comes out that Neich's kids are all descendants of Cain from their mother. Right? So how could our major say that? Oh, from Shays Nesiach Sukola Briois, if if not, if that's not true, because because all the Brias are also descendants of Cain, from the from the mother, right? Because we said that all the descendants of Cain were killed in the in the Mabul, right? And so everyone who survived is from Noach, and Noach is from Sheikh. But Noach's wife was from Cain. If you learn that 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 Nama Nama Achistavol Cain Nama is the wife of Noach, 
So Rizal says you have to say that that our Medrash holds like the opinion that says that that the Nama that that Noach married wasn't Nama the daughter of Tuvalkain. The, the sister of Tubalkain. It was the, it was the other the, the other name, like we said the the, the Sefer Yasha says Bas Chanaich. That's what you have to say. And with there is such an opinion, the Medrash we said because it's Mochlekes in the Medrasha. But I want to tell you it's Lav Dafka it's Lav Dafka Mochlekes. Because if you look in the Ramban in Parshas Bereshis, so the Ramban says um, the Ramban says. The Ramban says uh, he brings the Medrash. Yesha Emirim Ishtei Shel Noach Chayso. Achayso Vakayan Nama says Yesha Emirim that she was the wife of Noach, right? And then and then it says the 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 says the Ramban the Imkain Nisha Lekin Zecher Maat Ba'Elam. It comes out that there is some Zecher left of Kain in the world, and then right. So then you know so that would that would seem that it's at odds with our Medrash. Right, which is what the Radal is saying. Then the Ramban says, "V'im noimar." If we're going to say she'ena ha'isha she'ahilid noach b'menish leishes bonam, that that wasn't the wife that Noach gave birth to his three sons, right? So the Ramban says, I, "We can't say that because imkain embes etamaskir." So why is the Torah mentioning her? Stam because she married Noach, not even though Noach had had a different wife and that was the, the mother of his kids. No, it has to be that this is the wife of of Noach who Noach had his three kids with. And that's where the Torah mentions her. That's what the Ramban says. Says the Ran, Pirush Ran al Torah. I just got the safer like a few a few days ago, so I'm very into it. Says the says the Ran. No, Noach did have a different wife, and his three sons were descendants of that wife, even though he also married Nama, the the, the sister of Tubal Kain. And you said the Ramban said in Tama Askira. I'll tell you why I mentioned her because she was at the Sadekes, so the Torah mentioned her. So if you learn like the, the, the Pirish Haran al so, so then there's no, you don't have to say that it's a Mokhlikas like the Radal says. The Radal is saying, it's a Mokhlikas, that, that everyone that everyone's only the son of Shays. Now Shayankin, the Medrash says that, that Noyach married Nama, the daughter, the, the sister of Tubal Kain, that Medrash holds that, that people are the of Shays and also Kain. And I'm saying, no, even that Medrash could hold that everyone's a descendant of Shays. Because that's loved after the wife that, that Noyach had all his kids with. But let's go weiter. Rabbi Meir Aimer. Rabbi Meir says, "Guluye b'sar erva hayu hayuchin deris shalkayin hanoshem v'hanoshem." They were unclothed. The the the, the generations of of Kayin, the men and the women, would walk around unclothed. Gluye Basar Erva says the Radal, even the Basar Erva was wasn't wasn't clothed. The the whole body wasn't clothed, but even the Basar Erva wasn't clothed. And the Radal says that it doesn't mean that they didn't have clothing. It means that because he says he says in parentheses that you know at, at night or when it was cold they would wear clothing. So they would dafka take off their clothing when they're walking around. And he brings the ton of Beilio that says that when they would how you pushed in big dayhen umnichan ala arat umhalchin arumim b'shuk. They would take off their clothing and leave it on the floor and walk unclothed in the in the marketplace. They were dafka doing this. Kabehemo. Major says like an animal. Well they're going four on two. What? They went on two or on four. On Pasha's on two. They were just, uh, the point is they were they, they weren't they, they didn't wear clothing just like an animal doesn't wear clothing. It also what's the Tagarmanus and also says this. Umitamin Bakhoznus. 
and they would defile themselves with all kinds of uh, impure things. Each a man with his mother and with his daughter and with the wife of his brother. Out in the open on the, on the streets. With the Yetzer Hara and with bad thoughts. Hashem saw that the, the Ras Ha'adam, the, the evil of man, is great in the land. The, the, there's a lot of evil among the people in the land. Okay. So this is, this is a continuous of what we were saying. We said that the, the descendants of Cain are the Rishon, the people that are rebelling against Hashem. So this is what they did to rebel against Hashem. They would have to go around naked. They would have to, be, they would have to defile themselves with all kinds of Yisurim. Komine Arayas. We said, The Radal says that even though usually a person doesn't have a Yetzirah for those things, his mother, for his daughter, the person doesn't have, but, but still, they would go out and dafka, dafka try to entice themselves to dafka have a Yetzirah to go do it because, because their point wasn't to fulfill their taivas, their point was dafka to rebel against Hashem. Why is that rebelling against Hashem? Well, because why is that rebelling against Hashem? Okay. I wasn't planning on speaking about this part, but, but, but I, I, was, I was thinking about that also. Why, is, why do they dafka choose this way of rebelling against Hashem? So, no, there, are, there definitely were rules. Because we know that Hashem gave to Adam Rishon um, six commandments. Right? The Shevim is B'nai Noach, except for Avram and Achai, because he's not allowed to eat meat. But, but, no, to Adam Rishon. What we call the Shevim Mitzvah B'nai Noach were given to Adam Rishon. Yeah. We were all given to Adam Rishon. Except for Eber Menachai. The reason why it's called the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noach is because it was only set, when it got to Noach, that's when it became seven. But it was, it was, the first six were already there from the beginning of time. So the Shadah is, why did they choose this way to rebel against Hashem? So there's, there's a few ways, there's a few places where we see this idea. First of all, we see it in Parshish Balak. That after after Paul tried cursing the Jews, right? So 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 it, it didn't work out for him, right? So so he said so 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 after Bilam tried cursing the Jews and it didn't work out for him, so Balak said to him like, okay, so what are we gonna do now? So Rashi says, right, Rashi, Bilam says, oh, I have an eitz for you. I have an eitz for you. It says elikehem seini zima. I can't find the Rashi. But uh, it's a famous Rashi. Ah, here we go. Rashi in Bamidbar, Sefer Bamidbar, Parakhov Dalit, Pasuk Yudalit. It says, I'm going to give you Eitzah. Malachalasis, Umahi ha Eitzah. What are you going to do? What's the Eitzah? The God of these people, he hates you know, promiscuity. Right? So the way to, to get Hashem angry at the Jews is to be, get them to be nichshal in these type of affairs. See, that, it didn't say that, oh, Hashem hates people in Mechal Shabbos, so try to get them to be Mechal Shabbos. That's not what it said. It said, Hashem hates, hates promiscuity. That dafko is what Hashem hates. So if you're trying to get Hashem angry, you're trying to rebel against Hashem, that's dafko what you would do. And we know that the first mitzvahs that Hashem gave included, included, um, in, included Arias. We spoke about that in the beginning of the previous parak. They even in, 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 when when Hashem said the first mitzvah was not to eat from the Eitz Adas, the first mitzvah really was also included in there. We said that Eitz Mepri Eitz Agan Mepri Ha Eitz Hashem Besech Agan 
We said that the, the gun is is in gun elalosh nekia. Masha besecha gun is besecha goof, and it's really talking about arayas. Right, so all that we see there, that was like the first thing that, that was the first commandment. It's like, if you're going to go against Hashem, you go against Mamash, the first thing that he said, and then that's the way of rebelling against them. So you try to get him angry. There's another kud over here that it says, so it says, it says in the Medrash that they did it with a bad with a bad Yetzer, with a bad inclination, and with, bad, with the thoughts of their heart. So what does that mean? So the Radas is a nukuda like this. It says that the Yetzer Hara means that whatever they would see, they would have, they would, they would, they would, they would try to do a various with. Like it says in the Gemara and Saita, "Ain Yetzer Hara Shalit El Bamash Ein of Royas." So when they're looking at things, they were going to be doing a various with it, and then Bamach Shavas Libam, even when they're not looking at it, which is abnormal because usually you only have a, a title for something that you look at. Even when they were looking at it, they put them put themselves into a situation where they would have a title. Rabbi Yomi Isver makes a, 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 another point, a similar idea. He even says, even when they're not looking, they were ch- they were like mamish, like trying to like mamish rebel and like like doing mamish l'shma. Rabbi Yomi Isver makes another point. He says, look, if that's the way they walked on the street, unclothed, and that's the way everyone was doing it, whatever, so then then you after a while people are going to lose the taiva because that's just that's that's normal now, right? You're desensitized to it. So then, so then, what were they being nichshal? What, what was the, what was their avera? They, they weren't they weren't going to be doing. So saying no, even when they were used to it, they were still pushing themselves off to go do, to go do averas because they were trying to they were dry, trying to fight. That's what it means. Be Sahara. They were with a, with a bad yitzah, with a bad like creation, like a lashon of yitzah. They were like trying to create the bad in themselves. And this idea is also the, a similar idea. Is brought in the Ramban and Parshas Netzavim. The Ramban says that a person, the, the pasuk says in Parshas Netzavim, if a person is going back, on, let's say the curses of Parshas Kisavim, the Teichacha, so the person is going to hear the, these curses, and he's going to give himself a bracha in his heart. He's going to give himself a. They call they say in the Yiddish Zich Benchin. He's going to give himself his own bracha. He's going to say, Shalom, it'll be okay for me. Wherever my heart goes, wherever my heart wants, that's where I'm going to go. In order to have the, the satisfied supply for the, for the thirsty. So what does that mean, have the satisfied supply for the, for the thirsty? So the, the, there's, there's an Indian, in, not just talking about Isurim of Arayas or whatever, but Islam in general, when a person has all kinds of different types. So a person might be inclined to think, okay, you know, I have a taiva for like this type of, you know, let's say a taiva sechila, taiva nashim, taiva, I don't know, whatever different different types of taivas. So a person, like, look, I'll give in to like my taiva sechila, and, and and whatever taivas I have for achila, I'll, I'll I'll do it, and then that way my yitzchak won't bother me about other things because I'm doing I'm doing the bad things that I want. Right? So we're saying we're going to say that no, it doesn't work like that. Because what happens is, once you start doing one, one set of bad things, then the Yetzirah becomes thirsty, and wants more and more and more. As, what's his name said? Someone told to the, the, the Gemara. The Gemara says that, Eva katan yesh ba'adam, mas rav mariva sava. Right, there's a certain, there's a, there's a certain Eva, meaning a certain idea of, 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 of a taivas, that if you if you satisfy it, so then it gets hungry and it wants more. And if you leave it hungry, then it becomes satisfied and it doesn't bother you as much. 
So says the Ramban, the soul of a person who is satisfied a person who is satisfied doesn't have a taiva for things that are bad for it the nefesh doesn't have a taiva for things but when he has a ktsas taiva for something and then he fills that taiva as Yosef ben Avshay taiva yisera then he's going to have more of a taiva then he's going to be even more thirsty to do that type of taiva for, uh, for eating more or doing other things more so than he originally had and then, he, then the next step is that he's going, to, he's going to want to do that even more then the next step is that he's going to want to be misaddled for things that he never even had a taiva for beforehand and he's going to come up with, with new things that he wants to do a person has a taiva for beautiful ladies when he's steeped in being acting promiscuously with them then he's going to have more he's going to give himself a taiva to have with a zohar and with a behema etc that's the way it works oh, the Ramban says Right. So, 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 the, so what, what they were doing was dafka this idea. They were doing more varies, and then doing those more varies would give them more of a type to do more varies and, and worse varies, etc. And then, like all downward spiral, and then that, that's what that was their plan to rebel against Hashem. So they wanted the mammal, basically. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what they were thinking. They were just trying to show that you know we don't we don't we don't need anybody else. We do what we do and we do what we want to do. And you you told us not to do this. We're definitely gonna do it. It's it's hard to understand exactly what was their mentality and what was their agenda. But first of all, what's the motivation? What? What is the motivation? Right. I'm not sure exactly what the motivation is. Sort of the motivation was just to show Hashem like well we we're in charge of our own lives. I guess. I don't know. There's already small there. No, so, so, I, so I think that in, in I think that in this part I think that in this part our generation is I know I, I think that in, <laughs> I think that in, in this part our generation is, is better than the generation of Cain of the descendants of Cain is better because because in our generation people aren't doing a veras l'shma they're doing it really because of their taivas. He, they're not doing it to rebel against Hashem. They don't even know that Hashem exists. They're like so removed. Here, these guys are doing it dafka to rebel. Yeah. They knew who Hashem was. Right. They knew who Hashem was, and they're dafka not listening to Hashem. That's why this was the motivation. Like, right. Nowadays, they see it, but it's just look around. They see that the time itself is motivation. But this, but this, this Ramban, you mamish, you mamish see it in, in, in contemporary society. You know, like you have like the 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 sixties with the free love, and then you had like the, the pornography generation, etc. And then the next generation is like, oh, Mishka of Zohar is an acceptable thing, whatever. And then the next generation is going to say like, Mishka Behema is also going to be acceptable. Like that's Mamish the Ramban. It's like it's like it's it's a progression. What? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. I'll show you, uh, that's what I read. That first they're, they're going to have Taivas Nashim, and then they're going to be into that, and then they're going to want it more than that, more than they wanted it before, and then then the the kilo they're going to be satisfied from that, and then they're going to want a new Taiva, and then that new Taiva is going to take them to. You know,
this paragraph over here. Agav, which we mentioned, we mentioned that they're going to be, they're going to be ish ubebitoi ubeishes man with his mother, with his daughter, and with the with the wife of his brother. So when we talk about mother, so everyone is masking that a ben noach is not allowed to marry his mother. When you talk about his daughter, so it's really it's mochlek, it's in the Gemara and Sanhedrin, Dafnun Ches. Rabbi Meir holds that a man is not allowed to marry, a ben noach is not allowed to marry his daughter. And Rabbi Meir is the person who's, who's talking over here in our, in, in our Medrash, so he held that Bita is, is Asr, so that's why he mentioned Bita. The Gemara says, the Gemara in Sanhedrin says that according, Rav Huna says that according to Rabbi Yezir and Rabbi Kiva, ben noach is actually allowed to marry his daughter, because you don't have Yichlus from the, from the father's side. So he, he, even though she's your daughter, but, but she's technically not your daughter because because Ben Noach doesn't have yichus from the father, so therefore she's not really your daughter, and you're really allowed to marry her. And that the Rambam in Hilchos Malachim passings like this that Ben Noach is allowed to marry his, his own daughter. Aishas uh, Achiv. So the problem with Aishas Achiv is like this: that w- w- besides the fact that. Mugayim um, don't have don't, don't have yichus from their father, but goyim also don't have what we call issues. Right? Let's say like th- there can't be an iser for a guy to marry two sisters because the fact that you married one isn't doesn't doesn't mean that you can't marry the other because it's not called it's not called by a yid. So when you do kedushin, so kedushin creates something that that now that you did kedushin, it can create that you're also to other people. But by a guy, they don't have they don't have let's say a kedushin that would make it that now they're considered married, so she could become also to other people. So when let's say a, 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 when you talk about ben Nayach, so a, if a ben Nayach's brother marries somebody else, right? So marries a lady, so so the, the that the, the first brother is not going to be also to her because she's my brother's wife, because there's no such thing as my brother's wife. There's no isra of a ben Nayach marrying Ashes Achiv. Even if you'll say it's Achim Mina'im or whatever, but there's no Isra of Ashes Achim. The only Isra Ben Nayak has is that she's Ashes Ish. She's married, so you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to marry someone who's already married. Right? But, but the fact that she's married to your brother, like, the Nafkamina is like, 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 like by, in your promise it comes up, right? The Ashes Achim is Asr if you know, your brother marries a woman and then he dies. Without, with kids, or he dies in a situation where there's no yibum, or he divorces her, whatever, you're not allowed to marry her, even though she's not in Aisha's Ish anymore, she's still Aisha's Achim. But by Ben Nayach, if your brother's wife, if, if your brother marries somebody, and then he's, he's dead, or he divorces her, or whatever, so he's, she's not married to him anymore, so you're allowed to marry her, because there's no Aisha's Achim. So what's the measure saying here, Aisha's Achim? So the Radal says that you have to understand that when it says Aishas Achiv, it doesn't literally mean your brother's wife, rather it means your fellow's wife, like Aishas Re'ehu, the, the wife of somebody else. That's what I meant. So they would, they, they would go out and, and, and be Mizana with their mother, their daughter, and the wives of other people. Fine. That's that Nakuda. So the next part, we would have to look back at the Psukim again in Parshas Bracious. Before we before we go before we go later, Reishis Perik Vav Pasuk Alf. You know, I have a chumash over here if you want to look at. Reishis Perik Vav Pasuk Alf. Vayikhehechal Adam Doyev Alpneva Adama Uvonis Yuldulam. It was when man began to multiply on the face of the world, so they started having daughters. Vayu Bnei Ho Eli 
him as Bnei Sa'adam, he teves heina veikalam nashem ikolashem bochorom. And the, the Bnei Ha'elehim saw the Bnei Sa'adam, Bnei Ha'elehim saw the Bnei Sa'adam, ki teves heina, that they were very good, Pashas means good looking, and they took them as wives from whatever they chose, they, 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 they forcibly took them and whatever. And then, then the next passage says, Hashem got upset and he said, you know what, I can't deal with this anymore. I'm going to limit people's lifespans to 120 years. They're not going to be living for hundreds and hundreds of years, so they won't be making so much trouble. And then the next passage says, The Nephilim were in the land at that time. And also afterwards, When B'nai Halihim would come and have relations with B'nai Adam and they would give birth to, 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 to issue, those are the gibarim that, that, that are like known and that people know about the, 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 the old timer gibarim so the nephilim there's some, there's some sort of that, had, that, that married the Bnei Sa'adam and then nephilim are like their descendants and nephilim are also called gibarim and then the next pasuk we already, we already saw this pasuk in the Medrash Hashem saw that the, 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 the the, the magnitude of the evil in the world, of man's evil in the world, is very great. Everything that they're thinking about in their heart is bad all day. Hashem reconsidered that He made man in the land. And he was sort of sad in his heart, whatever that means. Then Hashem said, I'm going to just erase the man that I created from on the face of the world. From man to behemoth. Because I'm reconsidering the fact that I created them. And then found favor in the eyes of Hashem. Shadow is, what's this whole story over here? That there were these Bnei Lehim, and they, they married, the, and they saw that the Bnei Sa'adam were, were good look, were, were nice, and they married them, and then, and then the Nephilim and Giborim came out from them. What's happening over here? So there's a lot of different explanations, and we'll try to go through um, the, some basic ones, and then, and then we'll see the Mahalach that's taken up over here by the Medrash. Rashi famously says that Bnei Lehim are talking about the Sarim and Shaitim, the officers, like the princes and the judges, like the Khashiva people. And basically the way Rashi so basically seems to understand it is that there were these people that were very in, in positions of power and they were taking advantages of their positions of power to marry people that they wouldn't have otherwise married just because they were Teves Haina and they decided to marry them and they forcibly took them and etc. That's the way Rashi understands it. Other Mephoshim understand it that it's talking about um, about the descendants of Cain and the descendants of Hevel marrying into each other. The descendants of Cain and the descendants of Shays, I mean, marrying into each other. Really, Cain and Shays shouldn't have married into each other because, because they're, 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 they're like different, they're different species of human beings, Pashat. Uh, this was Bnei Shays or Kidmusik Betzamoy, Bnei Cain were not Betzamoy Betzamoy of Hashem. So they're like mamish pashit, like different different types of animals. Even it's like sort of like climb in a way. Other mafreshim say that, that because because Cain killed Hevel, and so that would make Shays the Goyal Adam because he was the brother. So you should stay away from the family of, of the person that like you sort of like you should really take revenge on. So you don't want to marry into that family. That Rebuto Chassid I think said that. Rebuto Chassid said that pshat. Yeah. Other Mufarshim say, even Rishonim, I think, have said this already, that because the Bnei Kayin have a klala, Hashem gave them a klala, the, uh, 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 I forgot, 
you're going to be cursed. etc. So the Bnei Kain are cursed. So Hashem didn't really want it that the Bnei Kain should marry into Bnei Sheis who weren't cursed. That they have the regular bracha that, that, that people have. So, so all these all these different mafreshim together are basically saying a, a story that the Bnei Lekim who are the sons of Sheis married the Bnei Adam who were the sons of Kain and they shouldn't have done that and that brought about bad things in the world. Or, uh, also some mafreshim said that what's talking about who says this? Um, the tour Pirush Torah Latari says that, and the, and the Ramban say that b- before Enoi started doing Avodah so people had like physical strength and they were a lot stronger or whatever. And then afterwards, people started getting weaker and weaker. So it says that the stronger people were usually the, they were marrying people from their generation, marrying the stronger people, marrying the stronger people, and the weaker people marrying the weaker people. But then what happened was that the stronger people saw the weaker people and they liked them too, so they started marrying also the weaker people and taking advantage of that. So, th- so that was also causing bad things to happen to the world, and then and that, and that's the, who these nefilim and the giburim are. Pa- that that's one mahalach in Chazal. The other mahalach is like this: that there's a whole story. There's a whole story of um, of malachim that came up. They were in Shemayim that were saying that Hashem should destroy the world. This is brought in the Yalkut Shemayni in the name of Medish Avkir. Yalkut Shemayni Parshish Bracious. It says that these two Malachim, Shem Chazai Azoel or Azazel, other, other, other Midrashim give different names for them Shem Chazai and Azoel or Uzo and Azoel, etc. That they came to Hashem and they said, Look, you created the world and you know, these people. Manish kisses Kareno. Why, 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 Hashem? Why did you create the world? These people are so bad. You know, if we were there, you know, we would, we would be better off. So Hashem says, "Oh, really? So let's test it out." So Hashem sent them down to the world to, to, to act like people and said, "Look, let, let's see what's, what you would do when you came to the world." And they, it says in the Medrash that they came down and they saw this beautiful-looking woman, human woman, whose name was Istar. <coughs> if you remind me in a few moments, I'll talk. You, uh, tell you a little bit about the name Istar. They saw this woman, this girl or woman named Istar, and they had a taiva for her, and they, they said to her, you know, listen, you know, they they propositioned her, and she said, "I'll only listen to you if you teach me the name of first that, that that's how you're able to fly or whatever." So they taught that to her, and she used that to fly, and 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 and, and she she ran away from them. But in the end, you know, these people, these, these, these malachim from Shemaim, they went around and they started doing all kinds of affairs. And from that were born all kinds of different interesting people, giants. Oig, Melech according to some places in Chazar, descendants of Oig and Sichan and Oig, and other Shadim and, 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 and giants or whatever came from, from the union between these malachim and, and these women. The human women. She tried to run away. It sounds like she was on a higher madriga. She was on a higher madriga. Yeah. The, the Medrash says that Hashem put her as a as a, as a constellation, like as a, 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 a in memory of her. The interesting zach that the Ramban and Chumash has a, when we're talking about Achis Tilakai and Nama. So the Ramban says this Medrash that that her name was Nama, but our Medrash it says her name was Istar. And the name Istar is an interesting name. Because the name Istar is actually the name of an Avodah Zara 
in, in Babylon called Ishtar or Istar. It was a Babylonian of, uh, goddess of fertility and, and war and whatever. I don't know exactly what, but that was the, the name of the Avodah Zarah. And it's actually related to what, what's mentioned in Tanakh as Ashtaris, which was the name of Avodah Zarah in Canaan. Ashtaris is related to Istar in, in Baal. It's also related to the Greek Aphrodite and the Roman Venus. So it's like all just different names of like the same type of Avedazar. But it's the same it's the same name as the, as the name over here in the Medrash. And interestingly the Gemara in, the, in in Megillah says that about Esther, it says that Esther was called Esther. Really her name was Hadassah. But why is she called Esther? Because of Istar. Because of and the, the Yaakov Shemayin, when it brings this Gemara, it says, because of the Koychav Noiga, which is called Istar. Koychav Noiga is Venus, which is called Istar. So it's saying that the Esther, the Esther Malka, was named after this Avedah, the, the same name as this Avedah Zara, which is like Venus or whatever, and it's also the, the, the same name as this lady who, who was able to withstand being prepositioned by these Malachim. Which is an interesting idea. The Zayar, the Zayar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it's one of these. I have to work out that question. I'm, I'm also still bothered by it. I, it there's error. Uh, you have to. It's it's a good question. You have to be very stupid to call it your, your son Nimro, like people do nowadays. Yeah. People are very, very, very sorry. Stupid. You don't do it. But um, yeah, it's tar. What was I going to say? The same letters? The Zaya says... It's a child if you spell it with a top or with a test, but basically it's the same. With, or there's also you, whatever. But it's interesting that the, the Zaya says that this lady, that there was a lady not from that came to Ashmadai and whatever. So that's like a similar... Yeah, the same star. The yeah. Star. Yeah. The, oh, oh, and, the and by the way, the, word, the English word star comes from this. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah, that, I just, I, I yeah, no, it says that. It's, it's Befej Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Venus being the first star you see. Yeah, first in the morning, the morning yeah, star. That's what I want to get. That's what I want to get. The real shot is what does this have to do with Lucifer, which is also the name of the morning star, and is also the name in Christian theology, is the name of the devil after he went off the Darach. Before he went off the Darach, I, I don't know how to put all these things together. And then in Kabbalah, there's something called Klippas Naiga, which also have, may have something to do with Venus. I don't know. I, I have to speak to people that know more about these things than I do. But the, the, there's another me- version of this Medrash that says this is brought in the Pirish Hamiyuchas of the Rosh on Chumash in Parshas Vayetze. Is it in Parshas Vayetze? In, no, in Parshas, in Parshas Bracious. It says that like this. The, 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 these, these angels came over to her and they, they asked her to, to listen to be with them but, and then she said to them I'll only be with you if you give me your wings so it says they took off their wings and they gave their wings to her and she took the wings and she flew off the same, the same thing not first, but she took their wings and it says in Pirish Rosh and that's the pshat in Parshas Vayetse when Yaakov was sleeping by Basel and he had a dream with, with the ladder and they were going up the ladder so, so that's the pshat why the Malachim had to go up the ladder because they didn't have wings. It's these Malachim. 
Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I, that, that's that's a good question. I don't know. But what? Yeah. But what, once I'm mentioning this Pirush Rosh Hashanah, I have to say over this story. It's a famous story about the Maril. This sefer has it in the back of here. It's Pirush Harosh Alater. It's by the way, it's not really from the Rosh. It's it's called Pirush Harosh, but it's only Miyuchos to the Rosh. It's not really. He didn't really write it. Riyakov, what's the name? Riyakov Chaim Sefer, the Rosh Hashiva of Kafa Chaim in Yerushalayim writes this. People call it that it's from the Rosh, but it's not really from the Rosh. It may be from like his base Medrash or something like that. But well, once we're mentioning this, I just have to say over this story. I heard this from my Rebbe, Rebbe Lerner, a famous story about the Maril Diskin. There was one time a guy who was a real Amoritz, and he, and he was known as an Amoritz in Yishlaim, and he died. And after he died, so his descendants found under his bed, they found hundreds and hundreds of pages of, of, of Ksavim that he wrote, that this guy wrote on, on, on paper. So they were all excited. They said, ah, you see, our father really wasn't Amar. He was really a big Tamahoham. He was just hiding it, etc. So they, they went to the Maril Diskin and they wanted to ask us for his Haskama because they wanted to print his, his writings. So, so, they, so the Maril Diskin opens it up and it's like looking at a random, opens up to a random page. What does it say on a random page? It says like this. There's a Kasha. Why did the Malachim have to put up the ladder in Yaakov Avinu's dream? I, they have wings. So the guy says, ah, Nearly that you have to say that they were baby malachim and they didn't grow their wings yet. So the Mario Diskin saw this. He said, "Ah, Mamish Bayertik, it's sister Terra. We we have to keep it hidden. We can't we can't publish." <laughs> <laughs> but my, my Rebbe says, according to the Pirush Rosh Hashanah, yeah, you answered that question. But okay, so that that's based more or less. That, that, that's more or less the story brought in the Menesh Avkir and, and other sources, and that's the Mahalach that Pirke de Belezer is going to go with over here. Rabbi Oimer. Rabbi says, The Malachim that, came, that fell down from the holy place in Shemayim saw the daughters of Cain going out unclothed. And they would make up their eyes like like prostitutes, and these malachim uh, deviated after these girls, and they took from them wives. And the Radal says they took from them wives. Not that they took they took these girls as wives, but they took these girls even though they were wives of other people, and they married, and they took them for themselves. There's something interesting about this stuff. I tried to, to go back a little bit. Well, yeah. It says here that the loya flew la lot. It was just a dream, man. Come on, you can't, you know, hop up on a, something or a dream. I don't know. I don't get it. It's also interesting that all the other angels, they found a ladder. They found a ladder. They wasn't a dream. 
So it's fascinating that Yaakov saw a ladder. Yeah. There was a ladder. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There the, 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 they, they found that letter, the, the letter that, that he was... That he was dreaming about. he was dreaming of. Okay. So, so, so the, the, these ladies were making themselves up nicely, or whatever, and then the, the, the angels fell for them, and they and they married them. Even the even the married ones, they took it for themselves. Shemar says in the pasuk, "Vayu v'nei as so Adam ki teves eina that they were teves. So the the medrash over here is understanding b'nei is talking about these angels, and b'nei so Adam is talking about the b'nei kain that were acting very pressed, and the angels wanted to marry the b'nei kain. The pasuk in the pasuk is kitayvais hena because they were tayvais. The word tayvais, if you look in the pasuk, it's spelled without vavs, right? Kitayvais hena without any vavs. So I found this very interesting zach in the Pirshari Keach on Megillus Esther in Perak Beis pasuk Tezayin. The Pirshari Keach says that this story happened in the month of Tevis. Kitayvais hena is kitayvais hena. In the month of Tavis, then now the, the Gemara says, "What? Huh? It's, it's cold. That's the point. No, because the, I, uh, the way I understood it is because the Gemara in Megillah says that why what was this? It says in the pasuk that Esther was taken to the house of Chashverosh uh, in the month of Tavis. So the Gemara says, "Why Tafka in the month of Tavis?" So the Gemara says because that's the the the, the month that the goof is nana of a, from from the from the warmth of another goof. So maybe that's the shot over here. I don't know. But stop. I, there was one more quote I wanted to say. There's a sefer called Imri, Imri Noya Malatoya from one of the Rishonim. In Parshas Acharemais. So he says that there's an Indian Tafka on Yom Kippur to speak about this story of the Malachim that came down and were Nechshal. Because if the Malachim are going to be Mekashik against us in Din on Yom Kippur, so we mention this story and say, look, even, even if the Malachim were in our situation, they would also be Nikshal. So he says that that's Dafka why we talk about this story on Yom Kippur. Why do we talk about Yom Kippur? So he says, because that's the Indian of Surah Azazel. Azazel was one of these Malachim that came, according to some Gersoyes, of Shem Chazay and Azazel. Azazel. Shul ben Karcha says like this. He, he says a, techni- a, a, technical, a technical question and a technical answer about this story. Hamalachim ish loyhatim. Angels are made out of uh, a burning fire, a flaming fire. Shemat says the pasuk mishrasa of ish loyhat. In Berchinavshi it says mishrasa of ish loyhat. The, the mishrasa of Hashem, the workers of Hashem, the servants of Hashem are ish loyhat, a flaming fire. Ve'aish babi ilo be'basav edom ve'enus arevus is a goof, and a, a, something that's made out of fire can have engage in relations with someone who's a basav edom, and it's not going to burn them. If Malachim are made out of fire, so how could they have relations with human people? They would just burn them. So he says, Ela b'shosh enoflo min ha-shamayim m'mekoyim kedushosan k'ychan v'koymosan k'vnei adam When they came down from Shamayim, from their holy, from their lofty holy place up there, when they came down to, to the earth, so then their koyach and their koymosan, not sure what that means in this context, but their koymosan and their k'ychan were like people. They were like, they were like, they, 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 they existed like in a physical, in a physical way. Ulevush and Gush offer, and their clothing was like a, a clump of, of dirt, meaning they were, they were wearing, I guess that, that would mean like, they, were, they had like physical skin like we have, like skin made out of, made out of offer. Shema says, Lavash, sorry, Rima of Gush offer, etc. So that, that, that's, what, that, that's how they were able to do it. Stop, an interesting zah. Fine. 
Rabbi Tzadik Kaimer. Rabbi Tzadik says, Mehem Neldu Hanakim Hamahalchim Begeva Kaimer. These people from these Malachim that had relations with the Bnei Kayin, from them came out the giants who would walk with great uh, with, with great height. They were they were very tall. And they would send their hands forth upon all types of stealing and chamas. Gezel and chamas. What was the first person one is right. One is you. You 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 rob it. You, you take it. One is a black waist thing. One is Italian when you're stealing. That's it. That's a tesis in in the, in the last tesis on the Amid on, on the last Amid Aleph in Bavakama Perak Hakrenis. In Perak Hakrenis, tesis says that the Chamsan Yoiv Dami. Chamsan gives money, and the Gazan just takes it without giving money. And Shichus Damim and murder. That's also the Italian way. It says in the Pasuk, right? that's talking about the Miraglim, when the Miraglim checked out Eretz Yisrael and Parshish Shlach, and they gave the report back, so they said, oh, we went to Eretz Yisrael, what did we see there? We saw the Nephilim, these tall people. And it says, in, in our context, it says, that Pasuk in Parshish Shlach, it says, so you see that the Nephilim are descendants of giants, or the giants. That, that's one of the things that the Radalia talks about. Are, are, are they, they were giants, or they're, they're descendants. The Nephilim means, the, does the term Nephilim refer to these angels that fell, or does it refer to the descendants of the angels that fell? He says it refers to both. Bikaron, it means the angels that fell, but it also means the descendants of the angels that fell. Yeah. What? What's the shot that they're that they're oh, oh, that they're so giant? Why is it always talking about them being giants and the Ragling mm, uh, were like Chagavim? I mean, how come they were so big? Why? What's the shot that they had to be so big? Yeah, what, what was I don't know. All I understand is that they, they just they weren't they weren't normal human beings. That like I think like that's the the point is that they're not normal human beings. There were there was like something different about them. They they weren't born from like a regular man and wife. They were born from like something else, something super like killed supernatural, something different, something weird. And because they were born from something weird, so like they became weird themselves. So like they 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 were extra strong and they were extra tall and extra because malachim malachim have like milas over people, so they were like somewhat like malachim but like I don't know lahavdil or whatever lahavdil 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 you know in, in in Greek mythology so you have like you have like Hercules who was like extra strong but like he was like half half a god not capitalized god and and half human. So like we see, I, I'm not I'm not bringing a raya from them. I'm just saying that, that this musig was understood by the, the ancients, and we don't understand it exactly. That something that's half a god and half not a god is going to be ex, is going to be a human with like extra strength. But the Torah is teaching us something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is in Greek mythology and the Konami that there or other other The Torah wants to tell us that there were no in those days. Right. And then also. 
when we're coming into Eretz Yisrael, they're still there. Right, the, 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 the names, the Kuzla names, the, 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 Anak and, and Achim and Shemeshai and Talmai. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. What the, 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 will be the significance? Right. And we have Oig and Goliath, all these different like well, weird people. people. from Kham, no? There are a few from Eretz Yisrael. You're from no? We're saying over here that they're descendants from Cain. I don't know. Well, that, that, that would, based on what we've said, yeah, that's the Pashtus. But we also know that the, the flood didn't... The flood, the flood didn't come to Eretz Yisrael. Or the, the Gemara Nida says that Aig was on the Teva, was hanging onto the Teva. Sikha and Kubi was born before, born after. I, I have like three pages about Sikha and like who, who, who was, who was Sikha exactly, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's go right there. Amr Bishub and Karcha. Yisrael Nikru Benayle Kim. Kha Yisrael are called sons of Hashem, sons of God. Grado, the Rabbi Israel doesn't have the word Nikru. He just says Yisrael Benayle Kim, Yisrael are Benayle Kim. And he says, why doesn't it say the word Nikru? And he makes a whole shtickle term because he doesn't have that word Nikru. But we have the word Nikru, so we'll read it like that. Shem Rat says in the puzzle, You are sons of Hashem. And I would add at this point that Uthu Medrash is trying to say that Klai Yisrael are called sons of Hashem no matter what they do. We're always called a Yisrael, Avla Peshachata, Yisrael, a Jew, even if he's, if he's, a, if he's the worst Avarian, he does Averis, he's a Russian, whatever, he's still called Bnei Likim. The Yid is always called Bnei Likim. The Hamalachim Nikru Bnei Likim. And angels are also called Bnei Likim. Shneman says, Bran Yachat Kechvei Boiker, Vayoriel Kol Bnei Likim. All the Bnei Likim were, were, were shaking. But, the Medrash says, Ve'elu, these people, these Malachim that we're speaking about over here, as long as they were in their holy place in the Shemayim, they were called Bnei Lekim. That pasuk that we just read before, that when the Bnei Lekim came, El Bnei Saadam, they going to be El Bnei Saadam, right? When they, they they came, so when, when they're coming, they're called Bnei Lekim because they're coming from the, the holy place in Shemayim. But the way that, as the Marzu explains what Rabbi Shuban Karcha is trying to say is that, but after they came down and they started being Chayte and they were Nechshal and whatever, they're not called Bnei Lekim anymore. They're called Nephilim now. So, so what he's basically saying, Rabbi Shuban Karcha is trying to point out is that the term Bnei Lekim and the term Nephilim are referring to the same people. Just one is before they did their verse and one is after they did their verse. After the verse, they are. They're called Nephilim. They, they, they fell. The fallen, the fallen angels. Yeah. I mean, whatever. In Christianity, I think it means something else. But, the, but the, this is basically where it comes from. Rabbi Levi, Levi says, "How you is When these people would give birth to the children, they would they would pr- be fruitful and multiply like a big sheriff, like a big insect. Shisha They would have six kids at a time, and Ba'ez Shah and immediately when they were born, they would stand on their feet and they would speak in Kodesh, and they would start dancing in front of their parents. The point of the Medrash is that these, these, these kids that were being born were not normal human beings. They were like, they were born and they were already standing and they were speaking Lashon Kodesh and dancing like, and they were six at a time. 
<laughs> we might get to that in a moment, but but it, they weren't they weren't normal humans. The same thing as like, when we're saying that they were giants, like they weren't they weren't normal. It wasn't it wasn't a normal situation. Why Russian Kiddush? The Radal says because Pirkei the Blazer we're going to see in Perikhov Talit that by the door before the the Migdal Bavel, so Pirkei the Blazer understood that everyone spoke Russian Kiddush. So even though immediately when they were born, without even learning any language, they, these 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 creatures. I'll call them creatures. They they're, they automatically spoke Russian and Kurdish. They're not humans. I don't know what they are. They're fine. <coughs> the Kipler, The point is that these people, the, the the descendants of Cain, were like really bad people, and they were making a lot of trouble in the world, and and it was and it was spreading. You know. <laughs> Return from your paths and from your bad evil deeds. So that the the waters of a flood won't come upon you and wipe out all the descend all the seeds of, of of human beings. It's going to destroy all of mankind. Right? And the 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 Medrash says there are doublings of Medrash Tana de Beilio that says it. It says in the pasuk. So what was the tzidkus of Neach? It was be'inyan dor hazeh. The Neach was giving them teichachov. The dor hazeh. That was the tzidkus of Neach. That he was always giving them teichachov, trying to give them musa to try to get them to change their ways. He said, "Look, there's going to be a mob that's going to destroy everyone." So they came up with a pesach eitzah. Yeah. Amulai. So they said to him, "Hare anu mayim atzvenim epriyoruvia." We're gonna withhold ourselves from being mekayim priyoruvia, from from being fruitful and multiplying, so that there won't be any kids around. And we're going to see in a moment that basically they're saying is like this: we're going to we're going to be able to withstand a marble because we're giants and whatever, and we can withstand the marble. If we have kids, so the kids would be destroyed by the marble. So we're going to stop ourselves from having kids, and the marble will come, and nothing will affect us. Yeah, What did they used to do? When they would come next to their, with their wives, they would they would have their, their seed go out on the on the, on the ground instead of in their wives. So that they won't they won't continue being new people. The land is being destroyed. That's the beginning of Parshas Nayach. they said like, If Hashem is going to bring upon us a marble. <laughs> and by the way, the Marzu says that it's only because they got to this dagger where they're doing a veil of, of, of Hashkasa Zera, that's why they, there was a Mabo. And the Gemara says that, anyways, uh, Gemara in, uh, in Nida, Dafir Gimel says that a person who's Mashkazer is Kilo, maybe Mabo or Oilam, that's because of this. Only because they're Mashkazer, that's why Hashem brought the Mabo. But all their other affairs, as bad as they are, that wasn't, that wasn't enough. But Amru, they said, if Hashem is going to bring upon us the waters of a flood, we're very tall. As much water as Hashem is going to bring to the world, you know, it can't, it's not going to reach our neck. I mean, we're really tall, right? Oh, so maybe Hashem is going to bring up the waters from under the ground. So if Hashem is going to bring the waters from the Metahimais, right? We're going to take our foot and we're going to stamp the holes 
of where the water is going to come up from underground and, 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 and stop the water from coming up and, and stuff it up and then it won't affect us. Right? So that's the thing. So us, we won't get affected by the mabul. If we have kids, the kids could be affected because they're smaller or whatever. They didn't grow up yet. So we don't want, so we're not going to have, we're definitely not going to have so they won't be affected. And us, we won't be affected the stomach because we're so strong and we're so big and nothing can stop us. So what do they do? They put, they put out their hands, they put out their feet, and they closed up all the, all, all the, the corridors that Hashem would bring out water from under the ground. So what did Hashem do by the Mabul when he was talking to destroy them in the end? He made the Metahimes boiling, boiling hot water. But he showed him as Bissalam a patient of Isaran Malehen. It would, it would, it, it cooked, it cooked their skin, and it caused their skin to like come off of, peel off of them. Shidana be'es yizayiru, nitz be'es yizayiru. At the time where it gets hot, nitz masu, it 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 go, it contracts. Nitz masu be'chumai, nidaku be'mekayma, and and they would be moved from its place. Altuku be'chumai el be'chamimai, because the the radal says that chumai sounds like a lashon of. Like cham uh, meaning uh, anger. This is no it means chamimai meaning meaning heat. When it gets hot, when 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 the when the hot waters came out from the marble from under the ground, so that started take, started making their skin move off, peel and move off, move into the wrong place, and that's how these giants died in the marble. And he and he says the the also points out that in Targum Yenison it says that the rain that came down from the marble was also boiling hot. So it's like boiling hot water coming from uh, from up down and from down up. And who wants to say maybe it's a mochlekes? The eight that they give is only like it, it was according to that. They were think there was there were only like a, a waters coming from 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 below. They're right. Not, they're not the, the no, rain. they're saying if it's going to be rain, so how much rain is it going to come? It's not going to come oh, yeah, enough yeah, to our yeah. neck. Yeah. And then they say if it's going to come from the bottom, so we'll just like stomp on the ground and then the water won't come up anymore. And they didn't realize that Hashem can make Hashem can do whatever He wants and make it. It's going to be boiling hot water, and He's not. You can't stomp on it. It's going to make his, their skin peel and whatever. And then that, that's that was the end of the people from the door of this door of Cain. Why didn't Hashem just? Well, come on, let's finish. Have the mabul go over their heads? Why did it have? To why did why, why, why was the mukbal to to add Savarin? I don't know. I was wondering the like same they thing. They knew it was going to be lower than their... Maybe, than maybe they didn't think that Hashem was going to destroy the world. They, they, they thought Hashem was just going to destroy people. Mm. It's like, if the, if, if the water goes like so high, it's probably just going to destroy like all the trees and everything and everything. It's like, they thought... I don't know. But that, that was a mistake. Like, their mistake was that they think that Hashem has like, you know, certain limitations. They're like, okay, whatever. So I'll deal with those limitations and, and I'll be better. I'll outsmart him. And then, you know, they, they met their end. All right, a good morning.